0: Hello and welcome back to In the Clock End, an Arsenal podcast. We hope you're well. This evening to discuss our upcoming match away at Brighton. I'm delighted to be joined by Steve, Mr. In the Clock End. How are you, mate?
1: Good afternoon. And anything good evening then. Wishing my life away. I'm good, mate. How how are you? Can't complain.
0: Christmas is done, isn't it? I'm out of the way.
1: Out of the way for another year. Well you can for complain. <laughs> you love to complain. <laughs>
0: Well, true, true. But, you know, for once, I've got nothing to complain of. You know, I haven't been working for a good week now at this point, which is lovely. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing really to stress me out. I mean, Arsenal back, which was a little bit stressful to begin with, but ended up quite well the other day, didn't it?
1: It was all right, wasn't it? Never in doubt, mate. Never in
0: As <laughs> you say, confidence brews strong in yourself. <laughs> to be
1: fair, uh, not that we're here to talk about it, but I was a little bit worried. No. The time. I um, think we all were. I think that the, the the main conversation point was Eddie and Ketter is not good enough, and then he he sort of uh, proved us all wrong in the second half. So
0: he certainly did. I think we all had that, that little thought. Yeah, absolutely.
1: What do I know? Do I know? We're Nothing. just fans,
0: mate. We live we live in the moment. We live in the heat of the moment as well more than anything. Um, but that's what we come on here for, is to take a step back and look at what happened overall. Um, gives you a better bird's eye view of what's happened, doesn't it? But I, I know, look, the, the lads um, covered West Ham, but I wanted to obviously, you know, speak to you about it very, very briefly because I haven't actually caught it with you for, for a while. Uh, you were at the game. Um, how was the Boxing Day atmosphere?
1: It was all right. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. Like I think it mm. was, it was a middle of the road, pretty good. Mm. People excited to be back um uh, yeah i I was in the clock end mm. um to, uh, very apt back, yeah, um behind the Ashburton army boys um mm. it was okay it it wasn't i don't think it was amazing, but i think mm. it's i think it's what we've come to expect in terms of an atmosphere um i think yeah, we've know, raised
0: the bar so, the bar so high, haven't we,
1: yeah, I think realistically as well, like it's although it was a you know, a bit of an occasion getting back to the to the game and having fans mm. there after such a you know a long wait. West Ham at home, it's not gonna it's not gonna produce a raucous atmosphere, is it? And West Ham were pretty quiet as well. So but it was yeah. all right. It was good. Um I think the Ashburton Army need to like learn more than two songs though, because it it just sounds like they were literally playing the same drum track and same oh really same clap for about 90 minutes.
0: Oh, look, they're, they're trying, Steve, but obviously, look, Mr. Picky himself, he needs a bit of variation. So uh, next time you're sat in the clock, I'm mean, just to give someone a tap on the show. they yeah, lads. He's taking the requests. You know, it's like you he need someone to take the
1: requests. <laughs> Sorry, mate, we only, we've only got one shoe.
0: We've only got two songs.
1: But, but to summarise, <laughs> it was great. You know what? It was great to be back. It was really nice yeah. to be back. The, you, the only downside to going back to, like, football is you know you're, set, you're kind of on your own and you're not, you're not still with a friend. It's a bit shit mm-hmm. at times. So yeah, was, no, I get that. That was a bit like a bit boring but no it was all good mate how nice. was it watching <laughs> from home in, in the in the warmth of your well
0: it's you know? always nice to be in the warm obviously as excited to have the football back that's for sure um, as we spoke about many times me and you we we're Arsenal before England so you know i was quite glad to see the back of the world cup is you know it was decent enough to watch especially the final from a neutral perspective but no it's great to, to have the arsenal back and yeah, it was great to, as I always say, it's great to feel something when you're watching these sort of games. Because even when I'm watching England, it's not really the same. Um, and obviously, look, Arsenal getting knocked one 0 down made those feelings uh, come to the surface a little quicker than I would have probably liked. Um, but the comeback and the response made it all the worthwhile. Merry fucking Christmas, boys. Let's move on to Brighton away, I guess.
1: Yeah. Also, it's worth noting I had a, I had a great kebab after the game. Where did you go? Town right in. house, right by the island. There's like a little hatch.
0: Yeah, Do you enjoy and it, it was yeah.
1: Chicken and yeah, I got dino meat and chips. Nice. Really Out of 10. Out of 10. I give it a solid eight. It solid was really eight.
0: nice. Beverage of choice good, to wash it down a
1: good, with? A good, Um, what did I have? I think I had a Coke Zero.
0: A little Coke Zero.
1: <laughs> Coke Zero. Because exactly. I'm watching the sugar after all <laughs> <yeah, laughs> that beer. Because yeah, that is sugar. After all
0: the, all the <laughs> after beer the and Guinness. all of Christmas. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Literally. Just before we get stuck into, obviously, looking ahead to the game against Brighton at the weekend, just wanted to ask you a couple of quick things with what's going on in and around the, the world of Arsenal. Obviously, look, the ongoing Mudrick link, just wanted to ask you, do you think that'll definitely happen? Can you see that coming over the line no in idea. the next few weeks?
1: No idea. I mean, how often have we been in this situation? I'm still waiting for mm. to, to sign for Arsenal. He's been, <laughs> he's been linked with us that many times.
0: Is he still um, going over in America? That chap.
1: Who knows? Who knows? There's still a
0: chance if it is. But, but, um, you might end up
1: here. Listen, until it's announced on Arsenal.com, there seems to be a lot of, a lot of um, stuff in the press about it, but I don't, I don't follow it. Mm. And I'd be lying if I said I knew anything really about the guy. I've never really... No, I know him. nothing
0: about him other than where he plays his nationality and the fact that he might be all right. Yeah. Other than so, outside of that, mate, I'm fairly fucked.
1: People look to, like, jump on YouTube, watch, like, a two-minute montage and then talk about their, how they've followed him. Scouting. But, yeah. Scouting. <laughs> I've always rated him. I've always rated him. I used to watch him when he was six years old.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus you know Christ. I
1: mean? But, um, listen, I, I think it's good that we're, we're definitely in the market. We're linked with him, mm. and Jay Felix, so... We've yeah, to- Felix you know, is an
0: interesting one, isn't
1: it? I take him. We need reinforcements. We're very fit on the ground, as I say, every week.
0: I like the, the potential of, uh, with, with speaking of Yael Felix, I'm, I'm liking the option of having him on loan, to be honest with you. If we could do that in a way with no obligation, that would be quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with
1: you. Is he playing for Atletico Madrid, right? He is, yeah. I'm surprised that they'll, they'll loan him to us. Didn't we like screw him over with a Thomas Pye deal? Well, no,
0: actually, that was we, the release we, clause. We paid the release did, clause, didn't we? We did,
1: we did send Lucas Torreira there, didn't we, actually? So. Exactly, and he's,
0: awesome. a, he's a great player. <laughs> 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 it's, their, it's their fault if they didn't use him properly, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So. But, um, uh, and then one last thing as well. is uh, we pretty surprised this is not Arsenal, but Gakpo to Liverpool. That came a come out of fucking blue, didn't it?
1: Is that confirmed, is it? Okay.
0: Yeah, that's done. Romeo done. Romeo Dunn. Yeah. But uh, how do you think he'll get on in, in the Premier
1: I have no idea. <laughs> You're asking.
0: That? I'm asking the wrong man here. and really? I, Jesus Christ, he's got an opinion on nothing here.
1: Um, do you even follow football, Steve? Not, not a great deal. I don't know. Once again, I don't really know anything about him mm. until I see okay. him in the Premier League. Who did they buy him off?
0: Uh, wasn't it PSV? So it was quite, I think it was PSV. Yeah, no idea. Or, so, or, I mean, the game yeah, just he, played a like us, he? he played against us, he? played against us um, earlier on in the season, didn't he? So yeah, PSV.
1: Yeah. I think it's the way to it's the way to go though. We, it doesn't surprise me. Liverpool, though, mm. um, they've got they had a lot of injuries. I think they've mm. got a lot, they've got an aging squad. Um,
0: Don't think you know. Darwin Nunes is quite set uh, the no. world alight like everybody thought. And how often have I thought actually maybe itself that we dodged a bit of the bullet there? Yeah. Obviously, he's heavily linked with us, was not he? For fucking hundred mm. mil.
1: But that's, that's, that's the problem with the likes of Man United and Chelsea and Man City, you know, saturating the market, spending, mm. throwing silly money at players, and it just lifts the market. And now you're you're in a position where clubs are, you know, asking for not 80, 90 million. It's like, let's, yes. you know what I mean? Let's, let's have a bit of common sense. And um, it's realistically, it's never going to happen.
0: No, no, I completely agree with you, mate. It has gone mad. It's been going mad for a long time, hasn't it, to be fair? But right, let's get stuck into the Arsenal again then. Brighton away, one of our favourite away grounds to visit, Steve. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably touch on throughout the podcast at various points. But um, half past five, New Year's Eve, head to head. Would you believe it's 14 wins, five draws, seven losses? Not the worst. Um, But looking back at it, I think we've only won down at Brighton once
1: behind
0: Point closed doors.
1: League. Yeah. Was that, tricky face to that go. Lacazette came off the bench.
0: Yeah, stroked one right into the bottom mm. corner.
1: Stroked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, tricky, isn't it? They're a bit of a, yeah. they remind me of like Bolton back in the day.
0: Mm, that's a good going, comparison.
1: Going to the Reebok. Um, so that's the knowledge I can bring to it. Can't talk about Jack yeah. Poe. Jack, Jack, Jack Poe.
0: <laughs> <Jack, Jack> po. <laughs> Just making shit up. That, but I can
1: you? reference Bolton, you yeah, know, in the, in the early 2000s. Right, um, right. Yeah, it's going to be a tricky one. I think they're a different side now you know, without Graham Potter. I think yeah. um, they're still, they are still riding that wave. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, this is a new Arsenal team. New Arsenal team, very different outlook, very different mentality. Mm. Um, you know, in the past, you'd go there and you think, oh, you know, I take a point. I think we'll go there and I think we can beat them.
0: Yeah, I do think we, I think you're right. You know, you're always the, the confident man going into most games. When I ask you how do you feel, you usually say, confident um before a game but no it's funny you say that we are a different arsenal side and i kind of it kind of felt like that coming out of the game against west ham as well because look as we know going behind isn't something that arsenal have done very well with over the last number of years and i think we've only done it maybe that might even be our third time that we've done it under under arteta but this time it did feel very different it wasn't like wolves at home last season where it was last minute real scrappy you know really trying to dig it out because it's something we can't do i, th- I just felt like uh, as nervous I was at halftime, that if we score quickly, we'd definitely turn it around. Yeah. Um, and, we, and we definitely deserved it. That was the other thing. I thought we, you know, we played so well. So that it's that dominant side of our game, isn't it, which has really come to come to fruition lately. We seem to dominate most games, even if we lose them.
1: Yeah, you know, it was really great as well. Like seeing the highlights, and um, mm. I know we're not talking to you from West Ham, but the the way we move the ball and the little flicks and the tricks and the confidence mm. the players have, like you know, Ben White before Eddie and Katie's goal, Odegaard, like, mm. you know, you, you've got to have a lot of confidence, you know, and ability and confidence in yourself to be mm. able to pull that off. There's one thing doing it on the training ground, but to do it, you know, in a, in a match. Um, yeah. it just seems to be playing with so much sort of freedom at the moment, it feels like. Yeah, um, the
0: shackles are off. Yeah, the shackles yeah. are off. It's almost There's like, a bit like more...
1: Arsene Wenger used to say, go and express yourself.
0: Yeah, play just... with some expression.
1: Yeah. It's very exciting it's almost it's almost like it's the i think we we and we, me and toby recorded last week and we named the podcast what was it the um i can't quite remember what it's called but it, it it was about this you know the, how however else finds it suspicious yeah. it's sort of like <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like no, no, no. where's like what's round the corner do, do you know what i mean
0: yeah, I mean, it's like that, isn't it? Because, you know, it is exciting to watch the Arsenal at the minute and we're doing so well. Um, and it's, it's great, right? Because we've, we've said it so many times. We've had some really difficult times over the last number of years and watching Arsenal has been incredibly frustrating. But, you know, the football we're now playing and the results that are coming with it, you know, hand in hand for us, you know, following every week, it makes it so much more enjoyable and that more exciting. But looking back at the results last season, and obviously, you know, we've already played Brighton once this season in a one of those games I don't think most of us gave many shits about um, and it was the League Cup game which we lost not but long before the World Cup break obviously they beat us, well, I think it was 3-1 in the end at the Emirates, but last season down there, obviously we went, um, I think it was one of the first games we actually went to together and as we remember it was uh, rather wet it
1: was a wasn't, a great,
0: wasn't a great game either, 0-0 um, I don't remember much from the day for, from a match perspective, but Obviously, the weather kind of stood out more than anything. I remember
1: mm. being quite wet and complaining damp. about that, and then we stood in the cold um, <laughs> outside the train station for about an hour. The, the, the reality oh. of going to a, a, a live football match—it's not all—it's not what it's cracked up to be. It, you know what? Not that was probably the, one of the worst. I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say, it was probably one of the shittiest away days I've ever been on, and we didn't even yeah. lose the game. It was such a shit day.
0: Wasn't it? Yeah, because I remember I had to. I was picking up a ticket uh, with off someone outside the ground that day. I sent you in because obviously it was driving wind and rain. I had to wait for an hour <laughs> for this guy because he got so delayed getting down. It's a fucking shit show. And then yeah, like you said, getting out. I feel for anybody going to that game. New Year's Eve. well.
1: I mean, the, I uh, guess uh, the upside is you know you could always go and spend New Year's in Brighton, which is quite nice. But
0: hmm.
1: it's just the ass end of nowhere, isn't it down there? Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. But, uh, but in the home game. They beat us 2-1 in an unfortunate I was that ramp. as
1: well. That was really frustrating. So I remember at 1-0, was, yeah. it, was it a nil-nil? We no, we
0: were, when Martinelli had that dubious, ridiculous offside goal given, it would have made it 1-1 just for our yeah. time. Yeah,
1: I remember mm. it being very, well, I can't really remember it, but I remember it being very close at the time.
0: Mm. Um, oh, they guessed pretty much, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. That yeah. was that was that weird run of games, which it's sort of, a, you know, and was, which in the end, fuck this, was top forward, did didn't it? Those, yeah, it definitely that, that, did. That yeah. defeat there was that there was a, there was the defeat of Hampton, and there was mm. one more Palace we lost to Palace. Yeah, Palace
0: was in there as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Then we went on a crazy a run. We beat yeah. United,
1: Chelsea, and West Ham.
0: Yeah, and for what? <laughs> <laughs> it was good fun in the moment, wasn't it? it was Getting to the Europa the League. Yeah, well, look, we're we're going to win the Europa League, so it's well worth it in the end, right? Yeah, yeah, well it's worth so. it. But um, looking back to games against Brighton, though, you know how we like to look back at you know those war games or incidents or goals, mate. I tell you what, I really fucking struggled looking for any decent content going to this. What what do you remember from down down in Brighton? The only thing that kind of sprung to mind for me is because it's been doing the rounds again recently was the obviously Emmy Martinez. Career basically started here.
1: Yeah, that's that's about it. Wasn't that the game we lost? We lost two one. Wasn't Pepe scored a uh, a banger yeah. that day?
0: Yeah, but we lost two one. Yeah, right. I, I think I that was I, one of the lockdown games, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was. I tell you one game which springs to mind is the FA Cup. Yes, Thomas Ruziki scored a really nice goal there.
0: Yeah, that um, was before they were in the Premier. That's going mm, back a few years now, isn't it?
1: You've got to remember. Like I remember, like when I was like started against football, Brighton play with a running track.
0: Yeah, old stadium yeah.
1: They play. I think the ground was about six thousand capacity. So
0: they've yeah, come on. Yeah,
1: they've come on such a way. Yeah. Um. But now there isn't a lot. There isn't a great deal to pick from. I remember. It's more negative than anything, isn't it? I remember. I know under Emery when we were going for top four and they doubt. I think we drew nil nil. Was it one all? What did they beat us?
0: Was oh, this at the Emirates?
1: Yeah, late in the season. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I was at that. It was one all. One all. Yeah. I think. Um, and they've that, always yeah, been a bit of a, a bogey team away. haven't they yeah, there's another match where we threw away top four um, yeah they are and I think that's they're probably our biggest bogey size in the league
1: yeah I would agree but like I said at the start I think there's almost like a renewed faith and confidence in this team and mm. I don't think you can look at games the same don't get me wrong like if we went there on, on Saturday and we lost obviously I'd be gutted mm. and you'd say you'd be frustrated and you know disappointed but at the same time they're a good size. Yeah, you can't take mm. it for granted. But I think I think we'll get a result. Um, given the chance, would you take a draw right now?
0: Hard would a point say, on yeah. the
1: road be good? Or is that two points dropped?
0: It's only two points dropped once you know what City do as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because it was one of them watching, you know, even watching them last night. You know, you're really hoping that Leeds might be able to turn up and do one of those sort of performances like they did against Chelsea um, earlier in the season but see, we're just so much better than them for basically the whole game. Yeah. That's tricky, isn't it? They it's were better than them
1: both. for the whole game.
0: <laughs> they really were though. You know, you know, when you're just watching someone, you just the, the drop in quality or the, the golfing quality between the two sides. Yeah. And you were just like, that just, nah, it's not but, happening. <laughs> but I think
1: that's more of a conversation about how poor leads are. Like, I think mm. we, we made him do that. When we, when we beat Leeds, we were, that was a bad run. We mm. weren't playing well during that period. And we've sort of, come uh, bounce back from that and to be fair like to be still top of the league after that poor run where we were we were winning yeah. games but it wasn't particularly um what's the word I'm looking for it wasn't particularly
0: it wasn't exciting it wasn't dominant it wasn't in you know it wasn't the arsenal yeah style of play we've become accustomed to this it wasn't season
1: convincing yeah. convincing um but we got through that and you know it's it's yeah, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't pay much I wouldn't sort of read too much into that. Um yeah. I think City will have bigger tests. I think that, that game in is it February now is massive. Because if oh, we go yeah. into that game in the similar position as we are now, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of ifs and buts, you know, for all we know, we could be eight points clear or they could be five points clear of us. Like we've got a really tricky run. You've got Newcastle, you've got Tottenham and United.
0: Yeah, they've you know, they've got some pretty crazy fixtures before then as well. Um, they've got Chelsea I mean unfortunately they've got Everton at home at the weekend I believe Cricket uh, school I can, can honour it yeah, yeah absolutely I could see Everton going down this season I think they were lucky to escape it last season um, so they've got Chelsea away and then they've also got Chelsea at home and the FA Cup thrown into that Du-du-du-du. Man United away Tottenham at home this is all before they meet us as well that is so. tricky that is tricky they're playing Tottenham twice actually
1: that is difficult Tottenham that- Tottenham won't any favours
0: no, but, but they that's one of them, they've got a reasonable record up there. When you want them to do something, they won't. And when
1: you, <laughs> you will, be Tottenham right? fans that day.
0: Well, no, I'd um, never be a Tottenham fan, but I'd hope for a draw. A draw is always yeah, nice, yeah. right? Anything, draw would be well, good.
1: anything like that. I mean, this, listen, it's, it's interesting because you look at sort of both sets of fixtures, mm. and there's no you have, I mean, obviously you have no way of seeing the future, but you know, you look, you can look at certain fixtures and go, yeah. I expect nine points there or 12 points here. You look at mm. those games and you think, oh, there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a few sort of um, curve balls in there for both sides. Mm. Um, so. The
0: Newcastle one's going to be such an interesting game, by the way. Could be a, do you know what? That could be a really exciting game, even for a neutral, because I just think there are two sides that aren't aren't Man City, basically. <laughs> I think that's
1: probably what yeah. I'm getting at here. You they've, know, they've done Simon. incredible. Haven't they? Have they actually? I mean, I'm sure it surprises you. My 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 lack of knowledge about Newcastle, because um, huh. I live in such a, a shouted life when it comes to other football clubs.
0: True. Um nothing wrong with that. Steve.
1: Have they spent a lot of money? Have they bought, no, Have they so. actually gone that mad on players? No, is it a lot? Of, is it a lot of the same squad they had last season?
0: It's, I mean, look, there's a few few heads that have been turned over, but it's not loads, is it? No, it's not. So they're doing very well. Um, play.
1: That that I mean, it, that's down to manager. They've got. A oh no, of
0: course it is. No, of course it is. You have to, you know, kudos where it's, you know, where it's doing that. And I think they're kind of in a similar position to how we were, maybe, as I guess, as a fan base last year. And that was a case of we were slightly ahead of where we wanted to be. Because yeah. I think if they could have potentially been fighting for Europa League this season, I think they'd be very happy with that. And it's like last season we were we should have got Europa League, but the the Champions League carrot got dangled, and that's why we felt a little bit disappointed at mm. the end of the season. They're in the same sort of position, so they could could. Could finish above where they want to be, I think, this season. That would yeah, be frightening yeah. if they do get Champions League though. Because yeah, I mean,
1: I think under normal circumstances, you'd you'd say they've they've done what West Ham did, they've overachieved, and mm. they'll eventually fall off. But obviously, now this is a very different Newcastle. They've got the money, yeah. so they're not exactly gonna fall that. off. They they might they might finish top six, um, but then next season they go again. Um yeah, so, yeah watch this space, I think. You know, it's great for them, but yeah, not no. so good, not not so good for us.
0: No, exactly. It's just it's just ever, yeah. You know, the the league's just getting ever more competitive, isn't it? Year on year, and Newcastle are the latest latest toy in the you know that have been uh, included into this. Shit but then Arsenal awesome have got money. True.
1: You know, true. Stan and um, Josh, they're only short of a few, Bob.
0: No, they're hardly not. Um, Man,
1: United, Man United as well being sold now so the, the whole landscape is, is going um, mm. to change. Be, to be honest with you like it, I would happily see Newcastle win the league in a few years anyone but City. I think people talk about the Premier League being such a great league I, I sort of feel like is it like when, it is. when you have a team winning it isn't, it isn't. When you see the same team winning the league four out of five and you've got mm. teams finishing second on 100 points I'm questioning like that's just not right like there shouldn't no, be there's, a,
0: there's a big imbalance there, but from
1: massive top to imbalance. bottom, like in any other era, Liverpool, you know, as much as I just, oh, like, mate, they, they were good, on the one or four, yeah, and Except they did that, um, They had a great manager, a great squad, so you know, there's an you know, incredible front three of you know who were in the form of their lives, and it mm. just sort of got overshadowed. And it, it sort of, is know, Um, w- yeah, it left a little bit of like a you no, know, I, I don't feel like what they achieved, not that it matters to us, was ever really, um, they didn't, didn't necessarily get the credit they deserved because people were just like, well, City have done this. Plastic.
0: They bought it. And we all say it, mate. It's like, you know, I do look at Chelsea like that, to be honest, through the last 20 years. You know, it's it's all one a good you've won. You're, you know, you know, you won everything in football, but anybody with a, you know, with a fucking normal brain can step back from the situation and just go, well, you know, you, you bought it all. Without that, you might have, right? I'm never going to say never because you never know football. But they would, ne- would never have had the success that they've had if no. it wasn't for Abramovich. And Man City, we all know well. Yeah, they had the stadium. Um, you know, going back to all the way 2004, they might have been able to grow into that. Would they be the club they are now, though? Absolutely fucking not. Not And not they, a
1: still, chance. they still can't fit it.
0: I know. It says it all, really. Um, but, you know, that's football, And, you know, you're not going to change that unless something dramatic happens. Or dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> dramatic. dramatic is making words out there. Dramatic happens in the next... Or well, in foreseeable, it's going to remain as is, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. So, all in all, Brian away, confident. Is that what you're saying?
1: Difficult. Oh, he's, changed I, I think, he's changed
0: his tune already. I
1: think we need to get a first. I think score first. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny, isn't it? Like, looking back in the past, like, I remember, like, going back a you know, season or two, in our first mm-hmm. season, or even last season, there were times where, like, we knew that if we went behind, it was game over pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, um, that
0: feeling's kind of gone a little bit. It's still there, you know, because we haven't done it many times, but it's kind of. But
1: there's always it, that dread, isn't there? Like when we went ah, behind yeah. on, on Monday, I was like, oh God. And then obviously we, 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 we haven't really created that much, hadn't we? You know, we had the early mm-hmm. goal, it got chalked off, it was very tight, but we hadn't really. We, we, we bossed the game without really. But doing we weren't, anything.
0: yeah, we weren't battering Fabianski with chances uh, or peppering the goal, as they say. But no, we had a lot of the ball.
1: Is, is his nickname's Flappyanski, for God's sake. Yeah, I
0: think that's that's a bit harsh these days, isn't it? Because is he's, he's actually gone, not. He is quite he's good, isn't
1: he? Was he in goal for the whole game? When he, yeah, I remember after we made it three-two, he just ran out of goal, and they nearly equalised. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing out? No,
0: I'm not. I try not to remember those times being an Arsenal fan because that was like that's still one of the most stressful matches I think. He I've He was ever seen getting it, like.
1: like a bit of stick, and I do think like, can we remember this guy actually? You know. He was all right
0: at Arsenal. He's definitely grown into himself. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Well,
1: I mean, you know, he he won he won a trophy at least, is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: he did, which is still more than he still won more than Harry Kane, I rest of my case. My case. Uh, right there and then, yeah. Happy days. All right. Well, look, that's by and away then. Um, one of the things that we like to do on the pre-match pint is just cover a player from days on years gone by for the Arsenal. I text Steve about what, 20 minutes before asking for this. He threw one back controversially. Probably one of the most divisive Arsenal players, I think we've ever had. Would you agree with that?
1: I don't know. Andre Andre Santos isn't that bad, is he? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andre Santos was a baller. <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, this week's player is Mesa Ozil. So, yeah, here we go. This is going to get deep, isn't it?
1: Where would you start with this one?
0: Well, I mean, I'll start with a few facts. I think, Steve, that's probably the easiest way to go. So we signed him for we'll 47 million. Yeah, we'll start at the beginning, <laughs> go to the middle, and then finish to the end. How's that sound? I like it. No, 47 million we signed him for from Real Madrid all the way back in 2013. It's hard to think that's nearly 10 years ago. And um, now I don't know if you remember this, but one of the, the best things that came out of the signing of Mesa Ozil was the, the live Sky Sports News, which was happening at the time. Which I think they kind of stopped doing so much after this, but it wasn't the infamous dildo incident—someone <laughs> waving a dildo in his face and then popped it in his ear or something like that. No,
1: something like that.
0: Ah, oh, Arsenal fans, you gotta love like this.
1: Uh, I, I, yeah, they don't, they don't do that so much anymore, you know.
0: I think that's probably why, to be honest, with you. The football <laughs> fans are a breeze. Uh, any reason start flapping a dildo around on live TV and and putting it into some bloke's ear when he's trying to present on TV? Brilliant. Now, well, that's I the entertainment that. we, we actually tuned in for. You've well, got I don't really cared about the signings. But anyway, Bilbo incident aside, uh, he ended up making 254 appearances for the club, registering 44 goals, 78 assists, won four FA Cups, though that number can probably also be a little bit divisive between the, the fan base because some he was heavily involved in, I think the one towards the end he most certainly wasn't, but he also won two Community Shields as well. So, Steve, I'm going to throw it over to you because you brought up this... Infamous player, great, you know, fantastic player of the game. Mixed bag at Arsenal. I think that's probably the best way to put it. But tell me, like, how, how do you sum up uh, Mesa Ozil at Arsenal? If you had to do, you know, in a snapshot, give someone a very quick synopsis of Mesa Ozil at Arsenal, how would that go?
1: I hate when you put me on the spot like that. If I asked you this question, you, you took, you'd ramble for about half an hour. <laughs> exactly, so
0: at least ramble for five minutes for the love of God.
1: Um, you know what, I feel like you could divide his career up into like two parts. I think there was mm. the first part of his career where um, it was very exciting. We had a team who were sort of pushing for the titles in the round and there's a sort of second period where Late Benger, Una Emery, mm. where it all sort of went south. Um Focusing nice. on the more positives, I think, Listen, I think we were incredibly lucky to have him. You know, when mm. you look back, we had him, uh, Prime, Alexis Sanchez, we mm. had Cazola. Um, And I actually think we should have, when we had those players, um, we should have achieved a lot more. Mm. I think it was during a period where, where, where we had a bit of a soft underbelly. Like mm. I was I was looking earlier, you know, you, if you look back to that period, we had the likes of Sunogo at front, mm. Oliver Giroux, And, you know, as good as Drew is, you know i felt like we all sort of maybe need like an abamyang style player someone who yeah, them two to together lose. would have
0: been nice wouldn't it
1: someone who's a bit he's got a bit more about them. um so i feel like i remember the arsenal way wrote a really good piece about it um mm. when he left and it was about like we we didn't necessarily cater for us all as as uh, well as we could have mm. um i feel like we were, and this was Arsenal in general. I feel like in that earlier period, we were all one or two players short.
0: That, that felt like that period went on for a long time. Yeah. I always remember that. Every season's like, yeah, you're one or two short, yeah. but they were always, we were always short in like those really key areas, weren't we?
1: Yeah, I think like defensively, like defensive midfield really was, was pivotal. Um, mm. The defence was always a bit questionable, whereas, you know, we had this incredible attacking talent. You know, you know the, 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 what he could do on a ball, um, mm. him and Sanchez we were so blessed to have that talent we you know when because all of us fit you're looking at probably three of the best attacking yeah. um, players in not just in the league in Europe and I mm-hmm. think it's a real shame that we didn't really accomplish more when we had those players you know with yeah us. I think
0: yeah you're absolutely right like the players that we had around them at the time probably wasn't to the standard that we necessarily needed but also because our squad was always quite thin we had to, you know it was such a really shitty time wasn't it like injuries like for key players like Rizzizzi could never be fully fit Gazzola could never really be fully fit so trying to get them out on an established basis Jack week Wilshire. on week Jack yeah Jack Wilshere thrown there as well but again look at it like look at our team right now Everton and recently but we have such a good run you know players come together don't they um, we just could never really get that back then and that's just, we we still struggled
1: I think when not we um, yeah I remember Matthew uh, Flamini was back in the fold as well back when mm. he joined um yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I think it was almost like if you're going to... Bring, oh, so we brought him and then we brought Sanchez in. Yeah. And it's sort of... Then it sort of... Um, just fell
0: fell apart a little bit. Because I, I remember and... feeling like really excited. Because obviously you having Ozil and then having Sanchez. I thought Sanchez was such a good signing when we made it. Obviously, look, it again didn't quite work out. He was quality. But again, we were just lacking from a squad perspective. Not mm. to be extract the most out of him, but... There was that little period there where those two were playing really well, and you just thought this is where you, you know, I think a lot of disdain came towards the Cronkers because we had these fantastic players, we just needed that little bit more, a couple more players just to push it to that next level,
1: yeah.
0: and we just never did. Did we? We were kind of just like, all right, that's well, that's content, we'll, we'll just play with those two for now and then make the best.
1: You could argue that maybe we had too many players of a similar style, yeah, like, you know, Jack Wilshire,
0: tiki Tackies.
1: Was very sort of like well, where does Jack fit in this and Ramsey? You know, is Ramsey a defensive midfielder or is he more of an attacking midfielder? Like, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a shame, but you know, we were very fortunate to have have these players. I think mm. it's not a criticism so much, but like, I didn't. I don't really like the way that he was sort of treated in the sense that like Wenger would rest him for games, he'd go missing. Yeah,
0: he had that preferential sort of treatment. Didn't he?
1: That was very sort of like like I couldn't imagine that would go even like bearing in mind it isn't that long ago. Mm. I think you know that sort of treatment amongst the squad is it's obviously going to ruffle feathers.
0: Yeah, I think so. Doesn't matter how good a player is as well. Like obviously you you know it's just like I'm thinking now like when you were saying that oh would you know would Sacco ever have that treatment right because he's your star player but you you wouldn't want that. Like I want to see every single person in the squad have to compete mm. every day for every match. And that's how it should be, like, like, the non-negotiables, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. Like, apply yourself 100%, 24-7, that's what we pay you for. And look, if you get injured, which could happen, that's just a risk you've got to be willing to take, and you've got the best fucking medical care to get over it anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those where, I think hindsight's a wonderful thing. Like, I think we made, the biggest mistake we ever made with Urzel is when, there, there came a time where we should have sold him. And obviously, mm. at the time, we wanted him to stay. He stayed on, we didn't big deal, and it all sort of fell apart. Um, You know, and around that time, there was a lot of, obviously, underlying issues at the club.
0: Mm. There
1: was a lot of change going on. And it was just, it just sort of, it's a shame, actually, because he was such a wonderful footballer. Um, And if, you know, you forget about all the nonsense and all the politics, you know, on the pitch, you know, he, he, he was fantastic. But, yeah, on his day, he was...
0: Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's phenomenal.
1: another thing, isn't it, on his day, which, which was another yeah. thing he, he was criticised for, but... I think the way it ended, you know, the the last few years and with him going on social media and like various different things, you know, it was, Mm. in many ways, what Ronaldo did was much better because Ronaldo did it in one go, had an interview and was fired. Job did it. Whereas it went on for months and months and months.
0: It it felt a bit childish. It became such a saga, didn't it? It
1: did. It did. Because I I remember Arsenal doing posts on Instagram and Twitter and it it would just be, you know, three years or three years or three years or, and Mm. it was like, like we're trying to run a football club here and it's
0: like you know do, do you know what's kind of funny i'm sat here going you know because you mentioned obviously him signing that big contract and obviously i'm gonna laugh when i even say this question but if you ever seen a player just fall off a cliff that drastically after signing such a big deal and I look cure bamiang uh to that as yeah. well uh, we've had two of them i think which is insane the exact literally carbon copy situations but i remember at the time you know yeah we're massively like you said we all wanted him to stay Definitely. Um, Again, hindsight, magical thing. Um, I think every single one of us would have sold him when we had the chance uh, to try and recoup some of that cash. But man, that, that bloke went off a cliff yeah, and it was insane.
1: Yeah. I think if it was like early Wenger, because like Wenger had a bit of, um, he was a lot more ruthless in his early days. Mm. He'd move players on if they wanted to go. If it, if it, whereas I feel like he was almost, because he was still there, wasn't he? It was the Una Emery's first season.
0: Do you think it was a case of the club, sorry mate, just the club trying to hold on to some sort of status? Because obviously look, we are falling away a little bit. Lose a star as well like that. Doesn't reflect well.
1: Yeah, maybe. It was just a bit of a mess, wasn't it? And he didn't help matters. Mm. Like he was very um, unprofessional. Oh, he,
0: he poked the bear. Like there's not yeah. tomorrow. But yeah. it, it got entertaining. Once you could kind of you know, decompartmentalize what the fuck was going on. It was a case of yeah um i can kind of just see him now as not an artist player even though he still was you knew he was on the way out it was yeah. just a matter of time uh, and all this stuff you you i was just grateful when he left because i was just like thank god that circus is over because it, yeah. it got it, it was, got very tiring towards the end
1: it was awful it really was toxic mm. and i remember like people <laughs> we had so many arguments about it and mm. it was just a lot of hatred and um yeah yeah, no, and it's really funny British. actually he left the club and then he went to fight who's he go to it's Turkey didn't he and they've got rid of I think he's not even there anymore
0: yeah they've pretty much got rid of him as well I think so at this stage it's all about him
1: it's, so it's less negative <laughs> that we've we've basically talked about Ozil and but it's hard not to though isn't it like realistically <laughs> he was a bit of a see next Tuesday during the last few years of his career and it's sort of like... Rightly or wrongly
0: as well. Rightly or wrongly.
1: I remember watching him actually in the five ball at Anfield in the mm. League Cup and it was against like Liverpool's kids and he was phenomenal. <laughs> like <laughs> Majestic. The way he's moved the ball and I was like, oh, he's pretty good. But, um, you know, he and Henry, and there, yeah. was, there was no love nah. there, was there.
0: None, none at all, to be honest with you. But look... Other than all the drama, Mick, I love it that was going on. Um what, are the, what other things do you remember about Ozil's time at the club? You know, any goals that kind of spring to mind, any kind of key moments that you thought? Yes. I yes, mean, one nice is
1: it. always that Ludigretz goal that yeah. always springs to mind. That was an absolute classic. Um
0: overhyped just a little bit, maybe?
1: Pro possibly.
0: It's a good goal. It's against Ludegret, so
1: I mean Sierra Henry, um, broke Ian White's record against FC Toon. So did <laughs> did I thought it? it was against I thought it was against Spark Prague. Oh, oh yeah. that's it. FC Toon were in the group there, weren't they? Yeah.
0: yeah. Come on. Yeah, You're you gonna, gonna right. come at come at us with the facts. Come at them with clean facts, Steve. Come on.
1: Um I thought it was FC Toon. You are right. No. We, we did Prague play Prague, in yeah. that we did play in that year though, I think. Yeah we did. So they're in the group stage. So. I mean yeah um doesn't matter who it's against
0: no, true. You have got to put it in the back of the back in the back of the net. That's the main thing. But there's a couple of goals. You know, actually, I'll ask you a quick question. Who did he score his first goal against?
1: Wasn't it Sunderland? No, that was his. No, back. he got his assist.
0: That in was his assist, very first game. That was away. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I can't. I don't know who's. I can't remember.
0: Napoli, Champions League, decent goal, very decent finish. You're trying to remember that now, and I can see you're like fuck. I cannot see this at all. My mind is blank. Mine is definitely that. Who did he score his last goal against?
1: Oh. It
0: nah. was hardly anything special either. Thanks. I mean, that's not a bad guess, but it was actually Newcastle at the time. It's funny though, because he's what a lot of his goals I don't really remember. Obviously, I think one of the goals I remember for him was more due to the game itself with around this sort of time of year, actually. It was a the I think it was a three-all against Liverpool. I think he scored the, th- the third when we were bringing it back to 3-2 after being 2-0 down. That really thing, like The way he kicked it into the floor, that Ozil bounce thing that he created, which is really, really cool. But there weren't a massive amount of goals which stand out. I think there was a good one against um, Man United at home, I remember, and we blew them away 3-0 very, very early on. And then I think there was a free kick against Liverpool. Um, when Liverpool were kind of that weird Liverpool side. But I think we beat them. Ooh. And then Hector Bellerin scored in this game as well. Good little mazy run.
1: Was that when they had like Dal Gleish?
0: No, not. that was way later. Late, like this, yeah. this,
1: this would have been...
0: Early? No, not early, Jürgen, surely.
1: 2016, 15, was it Brendan Rogers, maybe?
0: Possibly Rogers, yeah. That sounds, that sounds about right, to be perfectly honest with you. But is it, other than those goals, I mean, if you're picking any others out after that, i will be shocked to be honest.
1: I can't really remember any, to be honest. Uh, but then, mm. you know, he's not a player you you have for goals, nor defending.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just assists. But it is, like you kind of said though, a lot of what we spoke about as soon as you bring up Mesut Ozil is it's the stuff that happened later on, which is a shame really because like you said, his footballing ability, when he wanted to do it, Jesus Christ, that lad could play, but mm. it, it just didn't happen, did it, often enough for us?
1: I think it's it, it's because it was so like drawn out and it's so, it does feel quite recent. Mm. Um, it, it, yeah, left, left for the sour taste, which is a shame. I know, I know some people talked about he deserved better, but I think, well, you know, he was almost the maker of his, down, his own downfall. Yeah, it's a
0: two-way street, you know. You put in, you know, you get out as much as you put in, as they say. And yeah. it, it just went nowhere for both parties, in my opinion, towards the end. It was a, a no-win situation, no. um, which neither helps. Obviously where there's a lot of I still in as a fan though, isn't these the sort of moments you'd like, I just want to know what the fuck happened there. Could you just tell us? Come on and tell us what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. It's the same with Obamiang, you'd love to know. You're never gonna know.
1: Well Abamiang has sort of alluded to that though, hasn't he? You know, he made a few there was that interview that got leaked in a hotel room with a reporter mm. um, about our So I think like we I think with the Abamiang one, we can sort of surmise what happened there. Um, mm,
0: just didn't f- want to put the shift in. Yeah, basically.
1: whereas I think there's all, there's a lot more layers to it. Um, it was a bit political. Mm. There was obviously the stuff with the wages as well. I'm sure yeah. we'll find out in a few... one day. But then unless again, gets... like, but then we thought, you know, when when Arsene Wenger released his book, we thought he. <laughs>
0: I was he literally, was... I was just about to say that I was Unless Arsene Wenger writes this book, we yeah. we'll we'll just skirt around. We'll You'll bring up the topics and then just. Just move on into the distance. Never happened. Yeah. I, I I I I tip my hat towards what happened.
1: I feel like people are so worried about maybe getting a lawsuit, they're just like, I can't say it.
0: I think you just should though. Once you're there, should be like a rule that once you're out of the game for X amount of time, you can say what the fuck you want. Mm. That would call it.
1: Yeah, would just, I, I would love I could to know, book. I would love to know what he what, yeah. what is what goes on inside the the mind of Mesitis or
0: I know it would be interesting to say the least. But look. I think we'll probably wrap it up there, Steve. Not too much else to say about Meso Ozil. Not too much to say about Brighton. Other than, I really hope we can get another three points at the weekend because I do believe that City are going to be hot on our tails. And mm. as we're starting to figure out, Newcastle just hanging on there as well. Um, going great guns. But look, so are the Arsenal. But as always, we just want to thank you for taking time to tune in and listen to the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you do enjoy the show, please do leave us a, re- uh, a review. We'll be back after the Brighton game. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other, and catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.